Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy, and today we have Jael Penn, CEO and founder of Penn Academy. She is also a Texas State Certified Educator with decades of experience, including elementary, special, and gifted education. This preparatory program will help your child succeed academically and equip them to walk with the Lord as kingdom builders. She offers live instruction rather than pre-recorded videos. At the Academy, they desire to glorify God, educate children, and train teachers. They want every family who wants to homeschool to get a quality Christian education. Go grab your coffee, go grab your tea, and a pen and paper, because you're not going to want to miss what Jael has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Every Thursday, I have Teacher Talk Thursdays, where I talk about practical things to help you save money on curriculum and create units yourself easy and quickly with things that you already have. Also, I will be holding a lesson planning masterclass on October 15th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The first 100 people will get it for 20 along with two one-week science lessons after the masterclass. Register below and I will see you on October 15th. Jael, please say hello to our listeners and tell us one thing you believe most don't know about homeschooling. Well, good morning or good afternoon, depending on the time zone that you're in. And thank you, Bex, for having me on today. I'm honored to be here. So the one thing that I think most people don't know about homeschooling is that your child is not going to get an inferior education. In fact, it's superior in many, many ways. Many times the families and parents are concerned that the child is not going to be able to socialize, and that's not true either. They will have plenty of opportunities to interact with other children. It's not going to hurt their child development. And actually, the curriculum for homeschool is often really top-notch in comparison to what your kids get at private school or public school. I agree with you. 100%. Me being a public school teacher, I know exactly what curriculum, what is taught out there. You couldn't be more correct. So you have Penn Academy. Now, how did that start? Where did that inspiration start an academy of your own come from? Many years ago, I thought about being a principal, but at the time I was too young. So I've been in education for 30 years now. And this past year, I contracted covid before that, I was already having some health issues, so that just made my health issues worse, and that had a ripple effect. I went from working full-time to part-time, and as you know, being a teacher, you have to do fire drills, you have to walk kids places, and it was just very, very difficult because at that time, I had a walker. I was that weak. I talked to my boss, and I said, you know, I'm not being an effective teacher right now, but I still want to teach, so I'm going to resign. And I had prayed about it, and I felt like the Holy Spirit had led me to go ahead and work with homeschoolers. Last year, I was working with uh, one family and their two children on my own, tutoring them. And I thought, you know, I'll just start with them. 
and let's see how many homeschool families I can help in the process. And I'll just I'll just start my own academy and work with homeschoolers. So that's how it started. Wow, that's amazing. And kudos on you for, you know, just taking the leap and going for it. A lot of people wouldn't have done it. They would have been too scared to take that risk. And because it was a risk for you to go out on your own. But you have the experience 30 years. Yes. I wasn't afraid to do it because I knew the Holy Spirit led me to do it. And whatever he says is going to work out. Amen. What does Penn Academy, what does a, what does a day in Penn Academy look like? We have a four day school week, Monday through Thursday. I let the parents know that Friday should be family time. That's the time for you guys to go on field trips, staycations, whatever it, you know, it is that you need to do as a family. That's the beauty of homeschooling is that we work around the family dynamics. It's not a traditional school day. For example, we only have two hour blocks online. K through two is together, grades three through five and six through eight. So I'm really like a one room schoolhouse. The children come to me online for those two hours. We go over the core subjects and our units of study. And then they are giving an additional two hours of work for them to do on their own with their parents or with their parents. It's not just homework. It's, it's an extension of what I've taught them during the day. So the parents are still actively involved. I have a friend, a pastor friend that teaches them Bible and art. So when they're not in class with me, they're in class with her. So that's what our school day looks like. That's beautiful. So what? So you offer Bible. What are some other subjects that you offer in your academy? We teach all the core subjects, math, history, geography, science, and then English language arts, which includes reading, writing, and grammar, and spelling. Fantastic. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> That's, I mean, what a, what an amazing thing that you're doing. Cause I, I know there's a lot of parents that, you know, don't actually want to put their kid in public school. They want to be able to homeschool, but they need some help and they need somebody just to walk them through these things. And, you know, there you are. Is there a certain curriculum you use for your subjects or is it something that you've created yourself? Okay, I didn't create it because I wanted to start off with something that was proven. So I researched and I thought about all the different philosophies of homeschooling. Um, you know, there's Charlotte Mason, which is more go through different books for different topics, more child directed. Then there's units of study, which I prefer. You take a theme and you milk it for all it's worth, and you get the depth out of it instead of this surface layer teaching that we have to do when we're restricted to a timeline. And so I chose to do a little bit of Charlotte Mason and a little bit of units of study. I don't like the traditional boxed curriculums. However, I do use those for teaching reading and math so that it's sequential and foundational. So every day they have something that is traditional that they're used to seeing in a school setting, such as learning facts. What are their comprehension strategies? Things like that. Then the rest of the time, our curriculum is integrated. So for example, in September, we will be studying agriculture, farming, harvesting. Within those studies, there will be books, fiction and nonfiction, that address those topics. Our math problems, our math projects, will be an extension of that. 
So everything's integrated. Once we get through the regular lessons of, okay, so for example, if you're a first grader, you're going to have your phonics and spelling lesson. You'll have a grammar lesson, then you'll have your math lesson. After that, you will have an integrated project that we work on together that has to do with farming and agriculture. Does that make sense? Totally. So that's really cool. Wow. So you're going to take a whole unit of agriculture and farming and you're just going to take out all the subjects and all of the information from that. That's fantastic. I love that. Keeping it very holistic. Very I know it's got to be a lot of work. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it is, but you know, the children will learn it better if they actually apply information that I'm teaching them instead of just memorizing it. I want them to use it to make a budget. If we have to buy feed for the animals, how many animals do we have? How much feed do we need for the month? You know, I want them to apply that information. We, you know, in science, when is the best time to plant seeds? When will that harvest come? What is the expected return? If we sell it at this rate to this many customers, how much money will we make? So it's really important for, to me for them to apply that knowledge. That's those are critical thinking skills and those are life skills as well. That's amazing. They can apply it to their own household budget when they get older, understanding right. all those uh, tenants. That's, a, that's awesome. Fantastic, Jael. That's Thank beautiful. You. And by the way, I absolutely love your name. I just feel like I'm talking to like <laughs> Superman's mom or something. Jael, you know? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um. What age range does your academy support? Okay, right now we're servicing kids in grades one through eight. Great. Well, that's really awesome. For your type of academy, what, what kinds of student would benefit from your academy? Like, do you target a certain type of learner or is it just, you know, it's open for anyone? open for anyone. However, it seems like the students that are gravitating to our academy either are one of two kinds. They either did not do well in public school and they need more support. So they're possibly a struggling learner, maybe a special ed learner, which works out fine because I'm Texas State certified for special ed and dyslexia. And then the other type of learner we get are the kids who were bullied. So they need to be out of that setting where they are safe, where they are encouraged and acknowledged. So those are the two kids that I seem to be attracting. And of course, the spiritual aspect of a faith-based school is that we're going to love on these kids and edify them and I show them how they are. So those are the two kids that we seem to be attracting. That's fantastic. And have you found that maybe parents are... Um, learning along with their kids too like they're having you know some fun with what their kids are learning and they're like whoa I didn't even know this myself <laughs> yes that's true because I forgot to tell you earlier even though we're four days a week three of those are online and one is in person so on Thursdays we all meet all the families come together and we meet at the art teacher's house who's a friend of mine and a pastor and they've set it up and it's just really beautiful how she did everything because her house is big enough to send the little ones off while I work with the big ones and et cetera. So the, the parents are hearing what I'm saying and they make comments all the time like, oh, that was a cool lesson or, oh, that was a good way, you know, how you handled that discipline issue or so, you know, they're listening and learning too. Wow. So 
how how many years have you been open? You said it's been two years or a year? Oh no, I started working with that one family, the house where we meet last year. I started working with them, those two kids. But the academy opened on August the fifteenth this year. Come on. That is fantastic. <laughs> Look at you. That's yeah, amazing. God is good. <laughs> that God is very good. So as we're wrapping up, um, what's the call to action? Where can they find Penn Academy? What, you know, how will they be able to connect with you, get your resources and, you know, just be able to yeah, talk to you. Okay. So our website is pinspreparatory.com. That's P-E-N-N-S-P-R-E-P-A-R-A-T-O-R-Y.com. And when you go to the website, you will see that there are different tabs for contact information, for enrollment. If you're wondering what the tuition costs are, there's a copy of the school calendar. There's a Q&A page that will answer a lot of their questions. I have a page for the guidelines for online learning as well as our after-school tutorial services. Yeah, and you also have a video that actually walks people through um, mm -hmm. homeschooling from beginning to end, like like literally yes. if they're starting off. I, I watched the whole video, and it talks Thank about you. the different um, uh, requirements for Texas himself. There's like right. three requirements, right? Like what are the three mm -hmm. requirements for Texas alone? Well, there's an age range. You have to start between ages six through 18. There are certain subjects that you have to teach and it has to be a bona fide curriculum that includes certain subjects. Right. Yeah. I remember them. I remember them saying that science and history wasn't a requirement, but it was like spelling, phonics, mathematics, reading, reading and citizenship and citizenship. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, I mean, you can read science. I mean, it's like you can easily add those in, but I thought that was really right. clever <laughs> and bona fide. I was like, bona fide. I was like, I'm glad they explain what bona fide means. <laughs> I was like, wow. So that's really cool. Yeah. And it seems that Texas has a little bit more of um, some more open with their uh with their homeschool curriculum. That's fantastic. That's really very fantastic. much so they, you know, I think the four founders of homeschooling Texas, they went through a lot of litigation to get it to where we have a lot of leeway as homeschooling families. Yeah. It's, that's really cool. So as we, as we wrap up, is there a one main takeaway you want our families to walk away from our conversation today? If you really want to homeschool and that's how you're being led, research all the different ways that you can homeschool. Because a lot of times families are like, you know, I don't know how to teach that. I don't remember calculus from high school. How in the world am I going to teach that? Well, you don't have to. Maybe you're really good at language arts and you're cool teaching that, but you can hire somebody to teach the calculus for you or there are online courses that you can put your child in. So just research all the different ways to homeschool and don't put yourself in a box. Don't compare your family dynamics and what your kids' needs are to anybody else's, just research it. I love it. And that's actually exactly why I have this podcast. I want parents to be able to come on to a podcast or and listen to providers like you hear your heart 
hear, you know, the the behind the scenes uh, testimonies and, you know, to just to know, like, um, the person behind the work, right? So they're right. not just like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm uh, I don't even know who this person is. I don't understand what they're saying. And you know, I think it's really cool that when they and if they go to a homeschool convention and there you are at your booth, they'll be like, I heard you on the podcast. And it's like <laughs> this beautiful connection that they're able to make. You know, I, I really wanted this podcast to be a virtual, you know, homeschool curriculum, you know, store in a, in a way or like just that that virtual hall where they can go down and they can listen and learn about the different curriculums and hear it right from the people, the programs, the academies, the charter schools, everyone and find their tribe, find where, you know, their child is going to excel. So many parents, I hear them say that, um, yeah, I asked my friend what they do. And, and then I just say, oh, well, you know, how's it working for your kid? And they're like, oh, it works really well. Okay, I'll try it for my child. And I'm like, oh, man, Oh man, that's not homeschool, you know, that, right. <laughs> I mean, just that for that, it's, that's public school. You know what I mean? You're just going with the flow. Like these are different children and, you know, this resource, having people like you on and allowing parents to connect with you all and get to know you, you know, is, is really a powerful thing. So I'm so excited about that. Thank you so much, Joelle, for coming on today and just sharing you know, your experience, um, your testimony, and, you know, what it is that you're doing for the homeschool community. You are very, very welcome. Honored to be here. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.